We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We yes. want our blessings. You're in, you're in for such a treat. Dr. Ritz is back. He makes the play of the day. Love this guy speaking truth. Bunch of ragtag, bunch of flawed dudes. We are seeking truth. And you're going to hear more. And by the way, do you really want change? There is so much passion out there, isn't there, for change. But really, what is the key? Whether that's within yourself or for something you want so badly to change in this world. Here you go. Your play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone into the Begins with your heart. So if I really want to deal with discrimination, I've got to deal with my heart. My grandfather, uh, when he was 78 years old, was having uh, chest pains, went to the Went to the doctor, doctor ran through a battery of tests, and, and he told him, well, uh, Mr. Loritz, you're going to need a triple bypass surgery. Uh, none of us were surprised by that. My, my grandfather just ate horribly. He was a smoker all of his life. Um, and, and so the doctor says, in essence, you're, you're, you're going to need us to address your heart. Now, what's interesting is the doctor didn't say to him, you've got some heart issues, so here's all I want you to do. Stop smoking and eat right. He didn't just deal with his behavior. Now, if, if all he would have said to a man who had three clogged arteries was just stop smoking and eat right, deal with your actions, deal with your behavior, that's malpractice. Now, now, now did my grandfather need to deal with his behavior? Absolutely. But before he could get to his behavior, he had to do something he could not do on his own. His heart had to be addressed. And he couldn't do it himself. He needed someone to do something that he could not do for himself. And that is, in essence, to give him a new heart. Listen, I, I'm grateful for Dr. King and the civil rights movement. Because of them, I can drink out of any water fountain I want, sleep in any southern hotel I want. It's beautiful. I, I just love all of that. But here's what I want you to understand. The problem with the civil rights movement is while government can change laws, it cannot change hearts. You can't legislate discrimination away. You can't legislate classism away. That is not in the government's purview of responsibility. But I know a man who can fix it and who can give us a new heart. His name is Jesus Christ. And so if you say, that's me, Pastor, I've, I've got the issue here. How do I fix it? Fly to Jesus. He's the one who can address your heart. But secondly, yes, it's not just an issue of our heart. Secondly, it's an issue of our hands. What we're getting at here are our actions. So we need a new heart, but we also need new hands. We need new actions. Look at what he says in verse 8. James says, if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, stop right there. What is the royal law? What, what is that? What's the law that's over every other law? Well, what is that? It's 
It's love. He says, here's the royal law. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus was once asked, what's the greatest commandment? He says, here it is. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus would say it this way in John 13. Jesus would say, by this will all people know that you're my disciples, not by the arguments you have on Facebook. Not by all the theology you've learned. Not by the church you attend. But by the love that you have for one another. You know what Jesus is saying? Jesus is saying that love is the birthmark of the believer. Man, that, Dr. Loritz. I don't know. I, I think he's the winner right now with uh, Plays of the Day. Absolutely one of my favorite voices that I learned about not till 2020. So again, keep your minds and hearts open to the right voices of truth and pursuing truth and what can encourage you. And, and I, I love what he said. In fact, if you would go back and study, we have actually over 120 episodes, I believe now, with Fry Dudes. That's a lot of tools in the toolbox. And by the way, some better than others. There's no doubt about it. Some <laughs> we could pitch. <laughs> Just being real. Talking about being real, we're flawed. We don't always get everything right in and, and, and where things are at. But I, I'll say this about Dr. Ritz. I love it. We talked about this earlier one and done and mentioned it too. When, when we get certain messages to reaffirm, as we pursue truth and, and in this world and try to make sense of this broken planet and we get so frustrated with it, um, uh, we go to truth. And, and, and truth, uh, we, we, we proclaim the Bible is truth, is talks about love and the importance of love. And multiple times we've tackled this, whether it was with The Fringe, with Vaquero Guapo, uh, the Fathers and Flaws episode, um, uh, uh, Denzel Washington to Maya Moore. Uh, we've had multiple affirmations going again and again and again. If you want change, you really want to change the society. It isn't going to be so much about getting rid of books. It's going to be the heart. And you can pass laws here and laws here and give money here and give money there. You're not going to change anything until you change the heart. And Jesus is in the heart-changing business. And as I, as I ramble on here a little bit more, then I'm going to cue in the fry dudes. Just know, uh, listen, we have no problem picking on ourselves too. He's getting also to the hypocrites. We've gone that before. Uh, we're starting arguments on Facebook and, and, and where we have Jesus somewhere on a label. That's the wrong direction too. That's The heart's not right. Love God, love others. That works both sides. It's not just a one-way street. We're, we're, this, this applies to all of us. But it's just rather whether we get it or not is, is where it goes. So anyway, there's a little uh, jump starter on top of Dr. Loritz. Uh, I, I know Rod, I'm sure, will have something to say. Quip, Casey. Uh, Quip, let, let me go to you first, Quip, if it's okay. What, what, what was your reaction to that in James 2 and Dr. Loritz? What, what did you hear there? What popped at you? Um, well, the money thing, just that, uh, you know, okay. So this is how I can just relate it to my own life. Just that, uh, so right now my wife and I, we live in a neighborhood where, and I hope this relates. I really hope this relates. We'll, we'll, we'll we connect it. Go. Yeah. We live in a neighborhood where in St. Louis park where, uh, yeah, I like my neighbors. They're really nice people, but they lack for nothing. They lack nothing They're They're doing great. And it's like, um, they're comfortable. 
they're comfortable. They're comfortable. They're successful at their jobs, whatever they do. And part of me just feels like, you know, like um, maybe I need to be around different, like when I'm around the people I work with, you know, like, you know what I do for a living, you know, yeah. the people with disabilities, the families with disabilities, or, or even my coworkers that work with these people. It's different. They're a different type of people. And they, um, you know, they wouldn't be considered prominent at all by anybody. They don't make good money, you know, but they're, they're people that it's obvious that they're genuine, they're authentic. And part of me, when they have needs, you know, it's, it's obvious. And, uh, I don't know, part of me is just feeling like, uh, like in my life, I need to move towards that to get away from, to get away from, from, um, and I have nothing against, I like my neighbors. There's no piece of nice, a nice house, you know, we got a nice house. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, but you just, to, to get into a place maybe where there's people that have a little more need oh, where, you know, like where, you know, just the regular people where I could, you know, and, and see where that, what direction well, that takes me in my life. That's what I thought. Thank you. When you talk, listen, you may think it's relevant or not, but you're going to, you're going to pull in a certain direction here. Let me try to connect some dots with that based on what, what Dr. Loritz said, but also just in the James. By the way, listener, if you don't know James, please do. Only five short books. But, but as you know, and it's not James 2, I don't believe. I think it's more of four or five. It talks about um, the dangers of riches, um, Peter. What I'm hearing from you is you're in a very, it sounds like a very comfortable, I don't know, posh, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but everyone's comfort zone, as G would, we were saying with G, is that it can be the fade zone. Uh, we get too comfortable. And, and, and we're too insulated and, and, we're, and, and the heart's just kind of stagnant. And, and, uh, but, uh, the, the true rich, the, the, those that are truly rich are not the most monetarily wealthy. And, and what I'm hearing from you is you're, you're, you're seeing more gen, genuineness. Is that, is that fair to say quip you're, you're, for those maybe that don't have everything perfect in their lives? Yes. And, and, and you're feeling the crave or pull to get into a neighborhood um, where, where there's maybe more of that. Maybe there's more of the, 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 the real and, and not the three car garages in, uh, in every house. That's At least that's what that's I heard. What I, no, I think you're right on, Tommy. I think you're hitting it. Again, I, that's how I feel. And just to be around people that have needs that I can contribute to, you know, where I can, you're, you know what I mean? And, and right now, no, yeah, I think you, you pretty much summed it up. Thank I, you. And here's the other, here's another dot actually quip as, as we, we riff here, we're freestyle. We don't have a hard agenda. As most people, listeners know, we are not going off a set question list. We didn't pre-script any of this. We could give everyone talk about uh, government trying to solve things. We could give everyone a million dollars in a three car garage. It's not going to change the heart. It, it won't prevent divorce. Um, it won't prevent broken families. It's not going to prevent addiction. In some ways, it can accelerate it. It's, but people don't, we don't think that way. We just think that uh, it's going to solve itself. And what I'm hearing from you, Peter, is you live in a nice neighborhood and everything's fine. But there's something, you're getting called to maybe something more. And so that's interesting. So ponder, ponder that on that a little bit. Um, so I can, yeah, please. Keep so some. as I'm, so I have, I've grown up with very little. So my family growing up, I mean, I remember us not being able to afford anything mm-hmm. to have bare cupboards and, and, you know, I was never, I was never like feeling like we lacked very much. I, I was content and now we're reaching this point where 
getting out of debt. And I'm, and my family, my wife and I, we actually have a little bit of money now and we're purchasing a home. And as we've been getting these nice things, and as we've been in a way climbing the ladder, there's, I've realized that I have lost sight of other people's needs. And so I would say that have I believe that this is why Jesus says it is so hard for a rich person to, yeah. to enter the to enter the kingdom because right. when, you, when you when you live with so much you don't see your need and and you don't see other people's needs you can't relate you're blinded by the stuff which is why Jesus says friend of the world you're my enemy because because I condemn the world. Like we, if you're living solely for the world, if you think that money is what adds value rather than the fact that people are every single person is made in the image of God, you're bankrupt. You're spiritually bankrupt. If, if you can't see a person as valuable because of who they're made after rather than how much they make. That's awesome. Casey, then that ties back into James two. Beautiful. Thank you. So if you read James 2, it talks about be careful, uh, be wary of the, the, the guy that comes into church and he's all dressed excellent and he's got a nice ring on, or maybe he's rocking the Rolex or, or uh, you know, d- drives, in, drives in with the super nice car. Um, do not show favor. Do, interesting. Okay, Quip. Here, here's where the, 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 the quilt's starting to come together, starting to weave together as well. He's, that's part of his message. If you, I'll have, by the way, the whole message. Uh, called a coachless church that was published not too long ago by Dr. Loritz. I'll have that later, but it talked about the importance of that too, about not getting caught up into showing favor just because someone you live in a nicer neighborhood and you get favor on the, 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 the neighbors that have everything. Um, you, you're right. That's it. Casey, the mindset is no, no matter what the shade of skin color or what you're wearing, or if it's a homeless person on the street or the guy that looks like he's a billionaire, um, you should not show favor that, that that your heart should be in check and say, okay, God, do you want me to talk to that person? Should I be encouraging that person? Do I need to help that person? Are they, can they, are they going to help me? I, I don't really got to keep that open mind, loving God, loving others. That is the paradigm shift that most of the world does not get. Ooh, that's awesome. Thank you, Casey. Go ahead. So can I, can I read you revelation two? Bring it. Let's tie so, some more in. So, this is so Revelation two. If you, if the listeners never read it, it's it's Jesus. He well, this part anyways is Jesus uh, telling the Apostle John to write to this church in Ephesus, and this church in Ephesus is is doing uh, good works as far as like they're standing on the truth. They're saying that they're calling sin sin and. And they're pushing back against it. But here's what Jesus is saying. I know your works and your labors and your endurance and that you cannot tolerate evil people. You have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and you have found them to be liars. I know that you have persevered and endured hardship for the sake of my name, and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the love you had at first. Mm -hmm. Remember how far you have fallen repent and do the works you did at first. Otherwise I will come and I will remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Mm. And so what he's saying is, yeah, you're standing on truth, but you have no love. And that makes you bankrupt. Paul goes on to say, 
you can you can preach a good word you can do all of these works but if you do not have love you are nothing but a noisy gong that's right that is excellent casey that that scripture fits in perfect what 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 was that one again that was romans what two no Uh, revelation Revelation two two. a revelation two uh yeah Uh, listen i know i know that's been on your heart too rod um, just works, right? And that is that is James, by the way. A lot of people don't like that verse, but it, it, we know we know better. If if your heart is right, you will be doing what's right. Like you will be helping others, you will be serving others, and and um, not just talking the talk, as we like to say here. You're walking it like Jesus, man. It's not just you, you, if your faith is true, your heart is right. You'll be doing kind things. You, you you will be helping. You you'll you'll have that quips heart where you're feeling ah, maybe this isn't the right neighborhood. I think I should be serving somewhere else. I think I could be a better service maybe somewhere else. That's that's an interesting pull. So well, I think we we struggle too because we're thinking, well, okay, then who do I serve? And, and so we start putting people into these categories of okay, I can serve the poor, but are they gay? Are they trans? Can mm-hmm. I serve those people? Because I mean, God. Those things are considered sin, right? So can I serve those those people? Well, the very people that Jesus is talking to in Revelation 2, they would live in a culture that was even far more uh, what we call, I guess, sexually liberal than us. I mean, they were giving into far worse things. Like they were like pedophilia was considered a royal indulgence. And yet Jesus is saying, I want and love these people. I want you to go and serve these people. I want you to go and sacrifice for these people. And so these are, so if you're putting any boundaries up because of someone's political stance or because of someone's preferences or any of that, Jesus is, Jesus is saying, repent today. So much easier said than done, by the way, Casey, talking about the favor again, that's exactly about the favor. Love God, love others means everybody. We talked about that multiple, 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 multiple times on this, right? It's not just the ones you agree with. Um, and again, if you look at Jesus, who he chose as disciples, they were not the perfect Pharisees, were they? That, that were on, well, perfect, you know what I'm saying. They, they, they weren't, they weren't the, the, the greatest speakers, right, initially. And, and, and uh, he, he put together a ragtag group of people uh, for a reason. And that's for us to learn, too. We are to serve everyone in love and encourage hearts. And yeah, uh, that's an excellent point. Well, hey, we're into OT. So I am going to uh, cap on this one and thank you all for joining. Word. Most of us are passionate about change. Some of us for our own lives, most of us for others' lives. That is the truth, Ruth. We'll change laws and, and, and we'll remove books in order to try and, and do that. But make no mistake, Dr. Loritz is 100% correct. You will not see true change without the heart. You are fooling yourself otherwise. And whether you believe in God or not, you are not changing anything without heart. And to the trivial, you won't quit smoking unless your heart wants it. You absolutely will not eliminate racism or any other form of hate without changing the hearts. And for so many that mock the Bible, that is exactly what it says. Love is greatest of all. 
Hate is the opposite of love. Check 1 Corinthians 13, 13. On a micro level, back to you, G and gtsurf.org will tell you the exact same as well. Alcoholics Anonymous will tell you the same. You are not changing anything in your life without a change of heart. And Christians, I am getting pulled back to you, but before you puff your chest out too much, Fakir Guapo comes back to mind, who will tell you to keep yourself in check. When in doubt, go back to those fringe episodes. And remember, love is kind, and love does not boast. Check it, 1 Corinthians back again, 13, 14 through 8. So, we know we must love each other. So, do you really want to build a bridge to someone? Love and love means more than words. It means action and doing kind things for your neighbors and strangers. Uh, that, that will help you build bridges. You will see change in you and in them. Check James 2, 14 through 26. And oh, uh, of course, uh, a shout out to Dr. Brian Loritz again. Thank you so much. If you like more of him, uh, please look him up. Search the Brian Loritz podcast. That's Brian with a Y, L-O-R-R-I-T-S. The name of that episode was uh, a coachless church. Now, ending on a prayer note, if you're able, bow your head. Heavenly Father, thank you for this listener. And please let them know they are not here by accident. And Holy Spirit, will you tug on their hearts where they need, want, change? And maybe it's less hate or less jealousy or less frustration or less addiction. And maybe it's more joy or more peace or more wisdom, or more truth, or more hope. In Jesus' name, we pray and ask for this, Father. Amen. And of course, ending on a song note, what Dr. Loritz says is undeniable, at least for this ragtag group. This is Undeniable by Josh Wilson. It's been 2,000 years and hearts still change. Please add this to your heart change playlist one heart at a time. That is how we will rally our neighborhood, society, country, and world. Now go check your heart. Love more. When I was a young kid, I felt it deep down in my bones. Father, when I met you, I knew you were there in my soul. No, I never needed a reason, just faith like a child to see the divine. With more than my eyes, I found faith, undeniable faith. I found hope, undeniable hope. I found love, unconditional love that won't let me go. It's something greater that I can't explain All creation's pointing to your name 
It's been 2,000 years and hearts still change It's clear to me you're here with me God, you are undeniable Undeniable, undeniable Indisputable, irrefutable This is what I know in my bones It's clear to me you're here with me God, you are undeniable Now I'm a little bit older and I shoulder the weight of these doubts All of these questions keep pressing me to figure you out But even on the bad days when my faith is wounded and weak I fall to my knees and pray for a mustard seed of faith Undeniable faith, give me hope Undeniable hope, give me love unconditional Love that won't let me go Undeniable 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 Indisputable Irrefutable This is what I know In my bones It's clear to me You're here with me God, you are Undeniable change it's clear to me you're here with me god you are undeniable 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 in this 